It's time to ham up. Okay. Now I gotta really try hard. Shut it down! Somehow it's the best. Yum Chunks Podcast. Yum Chunks! Hey everybody and welcome to After the Credits, the Yum Chunks Podcast. We are back right right after our last episode and I am Sean. With me tonight is Matt Chewy is back. Hey! Chris is here. Uh, uh, I'm here. Ryan's also here. Yay! And Vince will be here. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> um, We're just teasing the audience with the presence of Vince. Yeah, I think he'll be here he? because we got some. Uh, we got some good. We got some good no, news no. tonight. No, no, Vince. Vince is here right now. He's just really quiet. <laughs> he's refusing to say anything. And he's tell. so excited. He can't <laughs> even speak. He's he's booting up. His operating system's booting up right now. It takes him about <laughs> half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> but don't worry, folks. He'll be here. Um, so yes, we if you may have noticed that we just posted an episode um tonight and we're posting another episode which is a rare occurrence but we felt like the news of the day was um, appropriate that we had to we had to comment on we had to get our word in so we're doing that um the news being if you haven't heard that uh netflix announced that they will be doing a live action version of avatar the last airbender boy oh boy a series instead of a movie yeah, series. Yeah. Not a, not a, with with Mike and Brian producing behind the project. So I'm going to go ahead and take the high ground here and say that I have to eat my hat because uh, in our Lemony Snicket episode, Vince queried what were the chances of this exact thing happening, and I said that's never going to happen. So I just <laughs> I just want it to be known. I'm going to say it now also before Vince is here. So. <laughs> So you Dude, at first it sounded like you were taking the high ground, but now I don't think you are. I don't think I ever knew the definition of taking the high ground. <laughs> or eating your own hat. <laughs> oh, I've eaten Actually, I think you'd use that correctly. I just I I've ha- I've eaten many hats in my day, so <laughs> let me let me tell you. I mean, if it's your hat, at least you could choose the flavor. I'd That's rather true. eat my own hat. It's hat flavored. Um <laughs> Well, we'll we'll get into that um a bit later in the conversation as Up next. As Vince jumps on, but actually, since Matt, it's actually been a couple episodes since you've been on the show. What? Ha- when was the last episode you were on? What well, was I, I was actually just looking right now, and the last episode I was on was Comic Con, which was almost two months ago. Dang. Wow. Well, yes. that was probably four episodes ago. Yes, uh, it was. Uh, we had we've since then we've had Crazy Rich Asians, Mission Impossible, and Teen Titans. So I, oh, that's I right. haven't been on any of those. I last was on Comic Con, which was a topic where I didn't even take part in. <laughs> uh, yeah, my, well, my my presence yeah. has been a little sporadic since then, but uh, that's right. That's okay. Your ghost always haunts the podcast. We can't we can't get rid of you. Don't worry. The uh, married life. That's fine. <laughs> well, what what have you been up to then in the last two months since you haven't had the chance to tell us? Well, I've been working a lot. I uh, I worked. Uh, I was on show crew for. Our production at Moonlight of The Hunchback of Notre Dame, which, uh, you know, when you're on crew, it takes up a whole lot of your life. I was on Lightboard Op, which was pretty cool because the show was really projection heavy. So I got to, like, burn down Paris and burn down Notre Dame. And uh, I, I did a lot of I, I set lots of fires. Um, you killed you know, a couple of people. I got to kill. I got it. Yeah. Every night I got to I got to kill Esmeralda and then I got to kill Frollo by throwing him off the roof. So every night it was just like, oh, time to kill, time to kill Esmeralda. Press the press the kill Esmeralda button. 
time to press the Frollo kill button. So that was a good time. Yeah. Um, that was a good yeah. time. Yeah, Ryan, you you showed up. Find your opinions. Tell them to me. Briefly. Yeah, you know what's funny? On the last podcast, I mentioned that I saw Newsies, and I was like, wait yeah. a minute. But I actually saw, well, I, I did see that. But I yeah. <laughs> most recently saw Hunchback. And yeah, it was a, it was, it was fun. We talked about it a little bit already. Too, <laughs> yeah, we did. Yeah, you and I. It was there's some goofy stuff going on, but it, overall it was enjoyable. I, yeah, you know my opinions. I don't like the movie all that much. I have reservations about it, but I think sure. it, somehow the play made me give uh, some kind of somehow a, a more appreciation of the Disney version or the Disneyed version of that story. Well, yeah, I've always thought that the uh, the the score. I think the the music and the songs is. I think Alan Menken's best work. I, I like. I'm just yeah, gonna go ahead and say that. It's really good. I, and I and it's a shame that it's attached to a movie that kind of has a lot of problems. And so it's mm-hmm. nice seeing that music in a in a setting where like it's a little bit more. It's a little darker. It's a little more mature. A lot of some of the, a lot of the problems from the movie are solved. Unfortunately, there's like kind of a new batch of problems that the stage right. version brings. But I think overall, it's an improvement and. Uh, I agree. And, yeah. Yeah, and well, I'm glad you came to see it. That was cool. Had someone yeah, for to sure. hang out with that night. But uh so uh, yeah, I, I spent I spent uh you know, August doing that. I also started teaching again. So I I've, I've been pretty busy taking some online classes. Uh after Hunchback closed, we went straight into working on Chicago, which is our last show of the season. Uh I'm not on show crew for that, um but I I helped the changeover, so I helped kind of take down the Notre Dame set you know build the chicago set we did the lighting changeover so a lot of late nights and uh i've been substituting on a lot of shows for this one i uh i've been doing i've been substituting on follow spot for several performances i have a couple more i'm going to do during the run so that's i've getting i've been getting my fill of chicago it's it's been pretty good um and then i i i was lighting designer on a play at cal state san marcos which is where i I went to college and that's kind of where I got into theater in the first place. I was a digital arts major and I kind of accidentally got into theater. So, um, one of my professors from back in the day called me up and said they had a lighting designer drop out of one of their shows. So, uh, so I, I, I took that project on, which was, it was a play called almost main, which is like a little series of little love story plays. It's like eight different scenes. So, um, I got to make the, uh, the Aurora Borealis, with uh with using lighting so that was pretty cool that was a that was a fun little project uh what else have i been up to i started playing um oh which one is it uh braided redhead girl fights robot dinosaurs in the future horizon horizon (laughs) i started playing that uh right before i kind of got engulfed with hunchback and i i kind of put it down so i'm hoping now that i'm getting a little bit more free time and my theater productions are wrapping up i I can pick that up again soon um yeah but otherwise yeah i've been i've been working on lots of plays i've been enjoying enjoying the married life and uh i made a really good burger the other day so uh, you gotta say i mean i i i i went to the store not sure what i was gonna make for dinner i they, they they had a sale on ground beef and i bought that beef I made a really tasty burger. Sounds sounds good. That's it. That's all. That's you got. You're caught up on two months of the life of Matt Chewy. It's like information overload. There you, you go. There's no no space left in my brain. There's absolutely. I don't think, <laughs> I don't think that listeners will handle that end. 
the news that we're going to talk I about. I know, later, right? So. Yeah. Well, yeah, we'll see. I don't know. Does anyone <laughs> else? Uh, what you said that, that uh, said Chris? Uh, wait, who didn't get a chance to share last last episode? <laughs> I want to share. Who didn't get I to share? share? I mean, I guess uh, I I didn't share. Well, you been up to anything new, Chris? What have you been up to? Oh man, the things that I could tell you, but then get fired for because I'd be breaking NDA. Uh, uh, oh boy, oh boy. I know L- legalese. Uh, no, I just, uh, I mean, I've been working a lot, and we're getting ready for Oculus Connect Five, which is at the time of this recording, like a week away, hmm. where they'll. Oculus will announce all of its upcoming stuff. It's like VR's E3 almost. And we have a pretty big presence there with lots of news to be had. So I didn't know this was a thing. How long has this been a thing? This is the fifth year. <laughs> How long has this been going on? Jeez. All right. Five years. All right. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds about right. 2013. Yeah, all right. So we've been... We've been busting our butts to get everything done Hope is it industry only chris appreciates no it's open to people shoot the, peep, the peeps where it's is up it in san san jose oh that's kind of far that's where smash mouth got their start <laughs> oh man it's like a rock and roll historical site yeah and i think i think uh, guy fieri has a restaurant in san jose and uh, of course he would and he's uh he's best friends with the lead singer of smash mouth so, you mean is yeah he is right. yeah he is they also are maybe uh, the same person. <laughs> right. Uh, I also just finished Spider-Man on PS4. Wow, already? Jeez. Yeah, I have opinions, and maybe someday I might share them. I would love to do an episode about that, but I haven't even are, touched it yet. <laughs> what are your opinions? I've been playing it. I think the last episode I recorded, I hadn't started yet, but I have since played it a fair bit. Um, I'm generally enjoying it. I have a few issues with it but overall i'm enjoying it. i also i finished it with a few issues overall as well but overall i did enjoy it i'd, I'd, yeah. I'd give it like a eight maybe an 8.5 if i'm feeling generous yeah i have to finish to kind of see i think overall it's kind of what you would hope for in a spider-man game i think my biggest criticism right now is that there, it's just too cluttered there's too much ui and that's a silly <laughs> criticism. That seems like a very pedantic <laughs> criticism. No, I mean, I, I get what you're saying. And it, but it's the, just like there's there's so much going on the screen and you can't pay attention. It's just like, uh, I don't know. It takes away from the experience, I feel. I'm, I'm going to go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say my biggest thing right now thinking about it was just the side quest. And not even the side quest, just like the all the things on the map, the like uh it's they were all fedex quests for the most part and it yeah it was just it reminded me too much of like uh infamous which isn't a bad thing but infamous was like a ps3 game i guess it was a ps4 game too but i don't know i, yeah, I feel like i feel like we've stuff. come i feel like we've come farther mm-hmm. than that at this point well i know for me the benchmark when i play this game is going to be the arkham games and the arkham games have a ton of ui i think just the thing about it is that it it's integrated well enough to where you kind of you it it, it kind of feels natural and you kind of forget about it after a little while but um and i yeah that's and i'm wondering i you know i mean how does it compare a little bit to that yeah sean does it like is the comparison that maybe arkham is more zoomed in where spider-man is further back 
Kind of, yeah. I mean, that's I was I was thinking about that. Why I was having more of an issue with it than I remember having with with the Batman games, and I think it's because partially is because you're you're zoomed out a little bit further back, so your focus, your eyes, aren't drawn so central to the screen or mm-hmm. something. I think, yeah. And so because the periphery, you're con- you're kind of looking around the edges of the screen. The UI kind of gets in the way. But then the other thing too is. Is just that there's a lot of things to keep track of, and I and I guess there was kind of that in the Arkham games, but I I thought they did a really good job of streamlining, and by which I mean specifically in the combat. I think that's the biggest issue where I have the issues with the UI, or the biggest part of where I have issues with the UI, is you have like uh you have your combo meter, but then you have a focus bar that charges, but I don't know what. I should be watching for the focus bar and how that relates to your combo meter. But then you also have specific ammo for different um, gadgets you have. And like all these things that it's just a mess. It's just like, I don't know what I should be looking at and none of it's intuitive and none of it is, is really built into the immersiveness of you actually just fighting you. Like it's just be Spider-Man, Sean, just, just be Spider-Man. I can't because there's all these little bars and They're little numbers the, out on like the sides Spider-Man. of the screen. Ignore the UI. Be like Spider-Man. Well, this is reminding you, constant reminder that you're not Spider-Man. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, it's minor stuff um, mm. compared to the whole game as a whole, but it's just something that constantly I'm aware of. And I think on that level, it's just kind of distracting and sometimes frustrating too. But but overall, the rest of it's so far i'm enjoying a lot just the world that they're kind of the take on the spider-man and similarly to the arkham games just kind of like the immersion in the rogue gallery and i mean i feel in a lot of ways batman's rogue gallery is probably most similar to spider-man's rogue galaxy rogue gallery from the the marvel universe Mm -hmm. um so i think it lends itself to that pretty well and and the city itself is pretty much a recreation of new york manhattan so i mean with marvel twists pretty crazy yeah well yeah i guess that's yeah. good but uh yeah good but uh but other than that i've been there's actually a handful of games i played and i didn't mention them in the last episode but i've played a decent amount of games the last couple of weeks i've been playing dragon quest 11 i think chris also has played that and i'm enjoying that a lot um classic jrpg if you like the dragon quest or dragon warriors from the old you know nes or I'll get back to it. Prior days, it's it's really good. Um, but also, I beat this game or I played this game called um, The Messenger uh-huh. on the Switch, which I highly recommend. Super super fun, um, kind of side scrolly Ninja Gaiden like again, kind of classic Nintendo game. Kind of take on modern take on that, and then. Um, I played and beat Dead Cells that came out a couple weeks ago. Oh, how was that? I got that on my wish list. Highly recommend that. Super fun. Um, the first, the first, like when you first start playing it, you're like, okay, I, I, it's okay, I get. But it's su- the more you play it, the more addictive it becomes, and that loop is just like so hard to put down. And event like f- the first area with the first time you play through the game, it takes you like an hour to get through the first area. And then you start playing through the game and you're through that area literally in like three minutes and you're just like blazing through and you know, like you just feel it, you, you have a tangible sense of how much better you're becoming as a player mm-hmm. every time you play the game. Um, and, and it's just really cool visually and fun and stylistically and all that stuff. Highly recommend that. 
All right. I've also so, been playing Destiny 2 since that was the free game this month. It's actually really good. I really like it. And they just got the expansion, Forsaken, that just came out. Yeah, I've heard th- good things about that. The the new like PvE and PvP mode, it's like both yeah. combined, called Gamble or something. I haven't got a chance to play it yet, but I'm hoping to get crew crew people together and really start hammering away at Destiny. Then there was a lot of news on Kingdom Hearts today. Um, I saw should... some the movie the poster that they released. And oh, that's the box art. The box art. I haven't looked at it. I'm gonna look Google it right now. Uh, well, you awesome. posted it, right? It's my, it's my cell phone background now. Yeah, but Chewie's not All in right, our Final Fantasy TCG thing. Just uh, show, show me your phone screen then, Chris. Oh, I thought I get there's Can't too you many see it? I'm showing it right now. Uh, I can't see it. Oh, this is this is too much crap. <laughs> I already hate Kingdom this game. Hearts. That's just the definition of Kingdom Hearts. In general. <laughs> yeah. This is, I yeah. Uh, oh, okay. The new trailer. The new trailer was really good. Yeah, I, I, re- I got to say, I really, I've really grown to like that that new Tata song. I just, I don't know. It's just very smooth. I've really, very, uh, really grown to hate everything about this franchise. <laughs> I do. I was thinking we should we should do like uh, you know how Kotaku has that Final Fantasy retrospective, yeah, for Final Fantasy that they've been doing for the past three years, and Jason is just apparently really slow at doing it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, I was thinking maybe leading up to the launch, we should just do like kind of retrospective reviews of the old Kingdom Hearts games. I mean, if you want to see how angry I can get, sure, maybe. sure, <laughs> but maybe not? not. Cause you know what, Chris, I'm I mean, just, that also... I'm tired. I'm you just, you require us to play it, through Chewy. every one of those. No, 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 no. It wouldn't require us to play through them unless you haven't played it and you want to take part in that conversation. Yeah. But if you haven't, like, I'm not expecting everybody to, you know, play recoded, but I know, you know, Ryan, I'll play recoded. it a third time. <laughs> I freaking love that game. We'll have a spinoff kingdom hearts cast. Hardscast. What? No more spinoff casts. <laughs> no more spinoff side projects that last for three episodes and then peter out. What do you mean? No oh, more. We e- haven't done any. Everything is everything is the podcast or nothing. <laughs> okay. Did uh, is anyone here excited for Catherine's PS4 game? I didn't play the first time around, so I mean, I don't know if excited, but I'll, I like I'll, the first I'll one. I'll probably check it out because I I, I heard so, so many good things about game. the first time around. So I, I may Man, as well. This one's gonna have online multiplayer versus you know which i played i played the versus but it was all local on the ps3 version ah it's gonna be so much fun i love that game you gonna you gonna let me borrow that uh you gonna throw that disc my way but if i let you borrow it i won't be able to play against you i i don't care oh well i care oh well well let's let me play the the base game i just want to you know do a little do a little clickety click do a little playthrough this is a it's I mean, yeah, I have no problem letting you borrow it Thanks. once I get through it. But it is a, a masterfully enraging game. Uh, that's good. This is, this is a riveting conversation for our listeners. <laughs> I know. Working out the logistics of who's going to let me borrow Catherine, <laughs> Catherine and make her PS4. Well, that's now good. They now, now they, they know. Now they know that when I play it, you. once I come back and say I've played it, give my opinion, it'll have been you that allowed me to do that. We'll finally get that payoff. The payoff for this whole conversation. Yes. Hey, uh, are we? Uh, are we gonna? Are we gonna stall some more, or uh, or wait for Vince, <laughs> or should we start without? Because I have more. What's been going on? Talk about to talk about if you want. 
I mean, um, I was. I have a couple movies I saw that I could bring up. Well, I, I wouldn't mind talking yeah, about. I can I, do that too. I want. Can I throw this in here? Mm-hmm. Do you guys? Well, I don't know did, what it is. Did so you throw it in there? Did you guys watch the Captain Marvel trailer? Yeah. Oh, that's yes. Yeah. I did. What do we? What do we? What do we? Find your opinions and tell them to me. Um, <laughs> okay, I, sure. I liked a lot. I, I, you know what it reminded me of? Like what it, and uh, the better version. It reminded me of the Aquaman trailer of what the Aquaman trailer was trying to be, mm-hmm. but I thought failed on every level. <laughs> this, I think, like succeeded at least in terms really? of what a trailer is supposed to do. Really? I don't think it was huh. the greatest trailer ever, but I enjoyed it. I thought it, it got me excited for the film. A lot of right comparisons. The first shot of Captain Marvel, I, I. I groaned and I kind of checked out after that first shot almost. What, when she's just... standing in the subway? No, when she's in the fucking blockbuster. Oh, I love that. It was great. Yeah. Perfect. That was, yes, oh, give yeah. me more yeah. of that. That was kind of funny. Yeah. Give me more of that. Hollywood I video. Had... What else is in the like 90s? What else we got in the <laughs> 90s? McDonald's Play Place. Put her in a McDonald's Play Place. <laughs> what else has happened in the 90s? It's just her going How... to the 90s places. How can we prove to the viewer this is in the 90s? Go to a, go to a Burger King, but it's full of people, because that's not a thing that exists anymore. <laughs> uh, yeah, good. No, okay. Uh, yeah. I'll tell I don't you. know. I thought it was good. I liked it. I, yeah, yeah, a lot of people are making Green Lantern comparisons. And look, I'm not yeah. familiar with either of those comics, so well, sure. I mean, I think those comparisons are just drawn from the characters themselves right. and a lot of their, yeah, yeah, their yeah. backstory. Uh okay, look, I like I like young Nick Fury. I like that Coulson's back and I like that uh purple blue man face from Guardians One's in there cuz connectivity, continuity. That's mm-hmm, neato. Yeah. I don't know much else about any of this. So, but I like Brie Larson. And yeah, she, she looks, looks she looks good in the costume. She's got some glowing eyes happening, some some avatar business, you know what I mean? You know what I got? You know what I'm saying? It's so weird that you would compare it to the Aquaman trailer, Sean. Yeah, I thought that was a little weird, too. I didn't really see a comparison, but... Um, what yeah. I mean is that the Aquaman trailer was trying to hint at this huge, epic world and story behind this this guy, and they were showing these big, epic moments, but I think the trailer kind of fell flat because, one, they, they it didn't feel grounded in anything. It was, I don't know, in the trailer anyway. It just came across as just like the most cliched version of Hollywood superhero movies of mm. you're destined for this, right. and, you know, that kind of thing. And then shots with no contextual, like, haha, I'm jumping out of an airplane. Cause a redhead, like, mm-hmm. I, I, Oh that, yeah. Also, you know what I mean, like those types of things. I, I feel like that is literally the entirety of the captain Marvel trailer. I have no idea based off that trailer, what the purpose of this movie could be. Well, I'm not saying that Why, it told me the entire plot. I'm saying that the, well, the trailer that hinted at a more grounded, authentic experience. Why do we make any movies? Characters. Why do we do what? anything? Why do we do anything? <laughs> uh, also, the bigger context of the DC series at this point is hilarious because uh, Batfleck's out uh, and Henry yeah. Cavill's out. And yeah. Yeah. No, who no, knows no. What's that's going still on. just a rumor. Uh, it's well, still uh, pure rumor. Uh, well, is, okay, uh, well, of the... Of the 30 DC movies that they've announced, none of them are a Superman movie. So we'll see after they make all 30 of these movies. We'll see if uh, uh, Superman starring Henry Cavill is still on the production (laughs) schedule. So, you know, there's it, you know, it's good old mustache. (laughs) Play-Doh face is the last we've seen a Play-Doh face. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know a lot about Captain Marvel, but I thought the trailer did its job. Got me excited for the film. Mm hmm. 
Maybe. I'm the opposite. The trailer did nothing for okay, me. Okay, you know I what, Chris? Not, don't go see DC it or Marvel. <laughs> no, it's not even a DC or Marvel thing. You know, because obviously, oh, yeah. uh-huh. obviously I'm excited for <laughs> Avengers 4. But You're not allowed to go watching, see that either. You're done. Watching the trailer for Captain Marvel, it did nothing. It was... Like, what was with that layering shot of her various ages? Ugh. I thought that was cool. I thought that's what, what I mean. What like, those you know, moments. Have in a trailer. What purpose could that have? Those in a moments were better. Like, they, they hinted at a, a greater purpose to this film that there's more than just a cliche Hollywood superhero film. No, that's what I mean. I, there's a, if I'm being honest, I actually feel like my opinion is kind of a middle ground because I, I think there's some cool imagery and it gives me a sense of kind of what to expect experience wise out of this movie. But I'm kind of with Chris in the sense of like, I don't really know what this is about. And I also feel like there will be another trailer before we get it anyway. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I'm not going to pretend I know what the story yeah, is about. And, it, saying... and I, and I want to say that's maybe what Chris is kind of thinking. It's like, I don't okay, know what the, sure. what's what the conflict good teaser trailer and... should do. It yeah. Really and it tell you too much. Right? Exactly. Yeah. So it's a teaser. So I'm willing to give it the benefit of the doubt and go, Oh, everything yeah. looks neat and shiny and the aliens look cool. And she looks cool and things look cool. And all right, cool. Now I get a sense of at least the flavor of this movie, even if I don't really know what its deal is. So, you know, it's fine. Yeah. That's yeah, I fine. know. I know. Yeah, it's fine. Well, we have till March to figure it out. Um, uh, the other big news. Um, I don't know what's the other. I thought there was some other news. The, Ma- nope, the Mary no Poppins two news. trailer came out. Oh, my, Mary Poppins. I don't. I don't know about that. Oh man, did anybody watch the Apostle trailer? No. 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 Oh my god, I'm so excited! It's uh the new film from Gareth Edwards, the guy that did The Raid and Raid Two, obviously, um. but. Uh, it's it's this crazy horror movie. It's gonna be in, on Netflix, I believe, next month or something. And it stars Dan Stevens. Is, is that a guy? Is that a name? Yep, sounds like a name. He's Legion. That guy's Legion. And you the should, Beast. Yeah, you should watch that trailer. That movie is gonna be awesome. the The shots in that trailer alone are just so raidish that you're just ah. That's no, cool. Just, I'm excited for that. I like check those it movies. out. Didn't Gareth Edwards direct a Star Wars movie? No. Nope. Didn't he direct Rogue One? Nope. That's Gareth something. I don't think it was Gareth Edwards. No, I'm looking at his IMDb. It was definitely Gareth Edwards. Am I thinking he of directed else? Rogue One? I think he. Uh, I think that was a strange. Oh, sorry, not Gareth Edwards. <laughs> Gareth Evans. Gareth Evans, right? My oh. boy, Gareth Evans. <laughs> Got oh, it. Boy, the raids and all. What else has he done? Probably something else. Oh yeah, VHS two. Oh yeah, I remember that cold. Oh yeah, that freaking that thing. Isn't that the was one that I liked? Scene? Which is the one I yeah, liked? That, that was the that best was, one. That was that the was best a one. Really yeah. good one. Which is the yeah. one I didn't see? Cool. Anything past VHS two? Yeah. Wait, would they make? How many more did they make? <laughs> like two or three? I don't think really? I saw. Jeez. Did we? Did we all watch three together? No, I didn't want I don't to believe think so. That. Uh, yeah, VHS two was the one with the the cult thing. At the, that yeah. was good. That was a good one. Was that the one with the aliens too? Yeah, I think Man, so. Man, VSS2, that was a good one. That was a good one. I think I still like the first one more, though. Well, I don't know what to tell you, then. Anyways, yeah, check out Apostle. Looks dope. Alright. Okay, that's good. Um, has I saw a couple actual movies. I saw Predator. The Predator. The Predators. Predators. Oh, Predator I, how was it? I, I heard it's awful. Is it one Predator or multiple Predators? In Wait, the don't movie, tell me there are multiple predators, but the Dang. name of the movie is The Predator. Oh. So it doesn't really make much sense, but All right. um, Does it live up to its thirty four percent? 
<laughs> uh, yeah, I felt that's pretty accurate. Um, I wasn't very like I was just like I'm just wanted to be entertaining, and uh, it barely, barely, barely touched that a few times throughout the film. Yeah. The rest of it was just like a mess. It was mm-hmm. really weird. In general, I like Shane Black. I like most of everything else he's done, especially Chris's favorite film. Um, Don't you say it. Which Iron Man 3? Don't you freak me. That's my second favorite Iron Man. That's his weakness. Um, uh, But it was just so weird and like it it was almost felt like poorly edited more than anything else. There were so many times I didn't know what was happening or, or like kind of people would die or something would happen that had some pretty, you know, significant ramifications or something but like like you didn't even know that it happened you're like oh wait did, did that just happen i guess i didn't see it that was a weird they didn't really show that it was weird mm. and and just like the spatial awareness of kind of what was happening in any scene was just so confusing and then the story didn't make any sense either not to get into spoilers i guess but it's just dumb oh, okay <laughs> spoilers um, so I, I can't recommend that but i also saw the worst film movie of the year which is not the predator um, I saw Slender Man. So. Why did you do that? <laughs> movie Pass. <laughs> I, I, uh, oh, Movie Pass hasn't completely collapsed yet. No, no it has Slender Man. That's <laughs> oh, that. Sean, any movie you could see on Movie Pass could be your last movie. You, <laughs> you can't take that risk. <laughs> you can't risk that by last... seeing Slender Man. <laughs> Look, Slender Man is like if you took what a skeleton of what a movie is supposed to be. And then you ground that skeleton into dust and then took a spoonful of that bone dust and ate it, is what Slender Man <laughs> That <is>. sounds delicious. <laughs> I, I knew I wasn't going to see it, so I watched the Red Letter Media, the half on the bag, and it it's pretty hilarious if you haven't. Oh, I think I saw that. Yeah, yeah. they're pretty exactly what they say. But yeah, it's, it's like, it's so bad on every level. Like, I, I would like to even say it was like at least you know, entertaining bad, like kind of almost like schlocky, hokey kind of funny, mm-hmm. but it wasn't even like that really. Yeah, it, it was just, just more like boring and just so stupid just... and nothing. It was just like a gray sh- smear on your eyes for an hour and a half. Yeah. And that was the movie. Well, that anyways, anyone <laughs> on that note, uh, guess who's joining the party. What? Hey, and now Vince is here with us, everyone. Hey, Vince, welcome to the show. Hey, I gotta say, it's great to be back. <laughs> All right. Um, well, we've been we've been waiting for your arrival. Our excitement has just been building, as has the rest of the world, because now we can talk about uh, the big news. Avatar is canceled forever. No one will speak of it again. God, finally, we are free <laughs> of this. We are free of this evil. I can live my uh, life now without it looming over, wondering if it'll ever come back. Finally gone. <laughs> what about the uh, novels, Chewie? The bubbles? The novels. The, the ki- novel? The Kyoshi novels. Oh, yeah. Yes, good. Yes, good. Ky- Kyoshi. <laughs> Man, that sounded genuine. Sounded no, actually really it is. Because the comics, the comics, like, confirmed her as gay, so, like, I just want it to be super, super gay. <laughs> what does that even mean? Representation! <laughs> Sure, but like, super kind of, it's, that's, it's queer baiting though. At that level, if you're just no, not like, really. Yeah. She's just a, she's a really popular character in that in the community. So. Yeah, wait, it's, is she uh, actually gay? According to the Korra comic. Oh man, yeah. Have you read the Korra comic? Has anyone read the Korra comics? <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> I have them. 
Are they on the DC Universe app? <laughs> yes, Chris. Okay. As as we're hey, done, let's go get, check let's the... focus. Let's hey, focus. Hey, core yes. is a thing of the past. No one cares about core anymore because now we got a live action Avatar. <laughs> we definitely show. don't care about things of the past, like the <laughs> remake of a show that's already been remade. Um, All right, let's get let's kick this off. Sean, do you have a way of kicking this off? Because I do. I mean, I, I was. Can't... Kicking it off is the live action show. It's on uh, Netflix. It's coming out sometime. And Brian and Mike are producing and they're behind it. And we don't know too much other than that, I guess. Jeremy Zuckerman no. is involved as well. Mm-hmm. And... Honestly, just based off of the brief description of what we're getting, I mean, like, this is probably best case scenario for how this could have been done. Obviously, like, you know, given the failings of the last Airbender movie, and we know exactly how and why that fell apart seems like they're doing everything that they can for this live action interpretation of avatar to correct on that i'm not saying that that necessarily means that it will be a success because i think that like personally avatar probably works better in the animated medium than it ever could in live action but it seems like with everything that they're doing they're really taking a lot of steps to make it as good as it possibly could be well let me Mm -hmm. let me just pose this then okay what what were your guys's you saw the headline this morning. What was your initial reaction, and what is your current thought? Are they All the right, same? My, Maybe they're the same. Maybe not. My, my initial sure. reaction, I'll kick this off, was, oh, God, not again. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> I was just waiting for the barrage of, uh, of Yum Chunk's text. No, I, I, uh, I thought, I mean, it's exciting to have big fandom news, and it's exciting that, like, the fandom is awoken and there's like a big piece of news for this particular because it's been yeah we've had the comics and the announcements of the books but it's been a little sleepy and um uh, it's 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 nice to have some really big news um but you know i've had the day to dwell on it and where i'm kind of sitting at it right now is like i don't like why take the chance of having two bad live action remakes like i i, I would rather this if they were going to make more avatar content and live especially live action i would rather new new story i would rather expand the story than try to you know like avatar the last airbender already happened and i'd rather just move on and get new stuff in this universe is kind of where i'm at i'm not gonna i'm i'd be lying if i say i'm not excited because i'm obviously excited and i'm gonna watch it but and I, I vince i think you're right i think they are the chances of this of them getting it right this time are higher um, but there's things I'm skeptical about, like, again, whether this is ever even meant to work in a live action format. And yeah. also, you know, we got Mike and Brian working on it, which is good because they're, you know, they kind of understand their product the best probably, but you know, are they, are they directing? If not, who's directing? And if they are directing, are they the best people to direct? Because, you know, they don't, have I'm, they directed? Look, I'm kind of in the same. Live action before. Yeah. I'm in yeah. the same boat as, as Chewy. My initial reaction was just like, why? Or like, why why do this at all? And then, I mean, I, I'd say I'm still in the same place, but I think my my reasons differ just ever so slightly from Chewy's, where it's just like, so Avatar The Last Airbender, as it is, is phenomenal television. It's The first season is 20 episodes, very well paced, very well written. How are they going to do it any different? And make it better. Yeah, I mean, I think for me, like, Avatar is so great because it, it blends, like, kind of 
like Eastern and Western and, and it does the really like, like it, it has the really exaggerated goofy anime style at times, but then on a dime it'll switch to the, like the really, the more serious stuff and it, it never feels jarring. It never feels weird. And I, 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 again, I, I like, I feel like that has to be an animation and I, I'm like, you can make a really good avatar live action version, but it's, I don't, I'm skeptical about whether it's possible to really capture the same tone and maybe you don't need to, maybe you're just trying to tell the story in a different way, but I don't know. It's, it's, hmm, I don't know. Okay. Cautiously optimistic, I suppose. But, um, yeah, I'm kind of. I mean, I'm I believe, kinda, uh, I believe it'll be good regardless. I, I have faith in the crew, I guess, Mike and Brian and Aaron. Is Aaron still coming back to write it, even though he's doing that Dragon Prince stuff? Honestly, I don't know. the only news we have is that it's Mike and Brian so far. Um, regardless, like, I have team. faith, I have faith in their vision. So I'm sure it'll be good. But at the same time, it's like, Will it be better than what it already was? It I don't. Like, it seems like a far fetched idea for it to be necessarily better, and it's not like they can just like expand on the story because, like I said, the first season alone was twenty episodes, which is a very extensive first like season for a show. Mm-hmm. Like that's a that's a lot of time, and like you have to keep in mind, like I said, pacing and all this other stuff. So like. Where are they going to fit in this like supposed deeper dive into characters and stuff like that? Or are they going to change things? And do we need together? a deeper dive? Yeah. yeah like, like, is, I mean, it's I, one of those I, things where I feel like doing exactly what they did with Korra. Korra was the absolute right move, right? It was, let's take this somewhere else. Let's let's expand on the universe. Let's, mm-hmm. let's do this. And they, they do the same thing in the comics. Now they got the Kiyoshi novel. Like expand just keep expanding that's what people yeah. want i think people would be way more grateful like for that than just a remake i think i think i could put what you're saying and what i was saying best it succinctly is like what are the chances that it's going to be as good or better than the original avatar series probably not very high which means that it's probably no matter how good they make it it's probably not going to be as good as the animated series and yeah. and, and so it, there's a good chance we're looking at a step down in quality. That doesn't mean it won't be enjoyable. That doesn't mean it won't be good. But I think that that's, that's probably, if we're being honest with ourselves, that's probably what we're looking at. And then if you're going, well, if you, the chances are you're going to make an inferior product, then what, why are we doing it? That's kind of where I'm sitting at right now. Yeah. Ryan, what do you think? We, yeah, we haven't heard from Ryan or Sean. So, uh, uh, yeah, um, I think I pretty much align with most of what you guys already said. I think, yeah, my initial reaction was why? Like this is it's kind of curious, uh, like of you know why why would we take a chance on doing this again or like what do they hope to achieve? Um, I think if what comes out of it is that it brings new life into the world and into the whatever the Avatar universe, then that's a big plus because like yeah we haven't had a lot of content under the other than the comics and and that kind of thing for the fans. So uh, hopefully this kind of like reawakens the fandom. I'm hoping if mm-hmm. nothing else. Um, and it's kind of much funny that you mentioned like Korra because I was thinking if I had to choose between the two series, which one I would prefer to be made into a live action, I think I would choose Korra. I think, yeah, I actually am right there with you. Yeah, I, I just I feel like those characters are a little more multidimensional, and that, that's, I don't mean that as a diss against any of my beloved um, Last Airbender characters. I just think that they are they're more cartoon ver- more cartoon characters. And I think that's one of the reasons why we love them so much is that they are a little more cartoony. And uh, yeah, so I, I don't know. I'm not sure I would 
I don't know, maybe they're going to grow those characters a little more and flesh them out a little more into multi-dimensional characters in live action. So that'll be interesting to see. I guess I was just saying at face value, I think core would be a little more interesting. Um, and that begs and, a bigger question, right? Doesn't it? Like, what happens if, okay, if they make the show and it's a huge success, do, do we do live action Korra? Or yeah, that would be the next we, yeah. do, or do we do, do we, or do we do live action Avatar comics, like The Promise and all that junk? You know, like, right, where, do, where right. do they go from there? If it's a success and, you know, they'll, they'll want to yeah. make more seasons, it's, it, it kind of is a weird, it's a weird starting place. It is a weird starting place if they're trying to like kind of reinvigorate this the universe or whatever. Because right. I, I, just like you said, I think I would rather see original content. Um, if, if it's live action, great. I'm I'm down for live action Avatar universe, but doesn't need to be a retelling of the same story we've already been told. I would just yeah, new content. Um, I guess there is, in terms of my I don't know fears or whatever of the show. You know, Netflix isn't, you know the golden child it once was right no. um so that kind of which yeah they're only i guess backing it so not i don't think they're actually doing like netflix studios right right well, i'm confused about this is another that. question because i thought nickelodeon yeah. owned the rights to avatar so do they, no, they buy them or it's a, no it's in or Viacom, right they're, okay, they're working together okay 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 well yeah i mean so and the track record of converting um you know, anime is granted that Avatar is not an anime, but anyways, cartoon or animated series into live action is not the best. Are we talking uh, about Death Note? I'm talking about Death Note. I'm talking about FMA or Full Metal Alchemist. Also, Bleach um, is put up on Netflix and, now if you want yep, to watch and live I, action Bleach. <laughs> and I haven't seen that, yes, but I, I have a feeling it's... Well, I don't know. We'll see. Anyway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so there is this, I think, I don't know who said, but something like Eastern versus Western thing there where maybe it's not going to be subject to the same trespasses i don't know but i guess there was a small hesitation there um yeah 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 i i I, what do you think yeah i pretty much feel the same thing like when i first read that uh i I think there was yeah the first question is just why like uh okay okay i guess that's cool i think the worst case in it worst case is a bad way to put it but worst thing i fear is that it it reminds me of what um disney is kind of doing with like with the live action remakes of all their animated Mm. films right and i'm i'm not judging an entire set of movies you know collectively but for example i was not a biggest fan of the beauty and the beast you know live action remake right Um, and uh, yeah go ahead sorry and i just mean like and i get the sense that like that it's kind of along the same lines that it's just like well yeah let's just keep the fandom alive by just regenerating these things and to me there's no value in that like or at least the value is very it's hard to avoid the cynicism um mm-hmm. yeah is if, if if they have something to say if they have another take or if they are doing something that they think is important to do that can only be told this way or whatever, then I I'm of course on board. But if it's just, I don't know, like why, why, why right. I, I want to yeah. like yeah. In, in talking about those Disney remakes, like I kind of, yeah, I felt the same with the beauty and the beast. I thought that it was a pretty high quality movie, but I sure, also yeah. like, but it's also at the same time, it's like, well, it's not as good as the original. So what exactly. did you, what did you accomplish here? I, I don't, you know, I and it's, it's not some kind of like nostalgia thing because I thought that they, 
I thought if you look at like um if you look at Jungle Book, yeah, like right, they actually oh yeah, they actually took some of the themes that were more under the surface of the original and brought them to life and actually took like they actually like recontextualized some of the things about the jungle mm-hmm. book and, and did a fresh take on it. And then like some of these other movies, not, not as higher quality, but it like, at least like, like I wasn't a huge fan of Maleficent, but at least it's not a straight. Oh it's, yeah. At least it was something they're trying remake. to do something it, different. Right. Right. Yeah, or sure. then like this recent one, I haven't seen it yet, but the, the Christopher Robin movie, like I had yeah. heard a few years ago, they were working on a live action Winnie the Pooh and my response, my reaction was the same thing. Why, what are you going to mm-hmm. accomplish with this? Then when I saw the trailer and I went, Oh, this is their, yeah, it's they're at least they're trying to put a yeah. twist on it. I have no idea if that movie was. Did anybody see it? By the way, no. I heard no, it was pretty I good. I, I haven't seen it. Right, but it, are kind of low. But but what same thing though. It's like I appreciate the Disney efforts more in the ones where they try to do something. The worst I think is Cinderella because I I don't mm. feel like I don't do feel like the, the movie that. was that good and it didn't try to do anything. It was just you know and and yeah. that's again I I think you hit the nail on the head with this Avatar thing. I think it's I want. Like, give me a reason why this exists. Yeah. I guess also, yeah. too, to, there's um, some part of me, too, is, is like, are they just hmm, this constant, like, it has to be, like, the live action version is somehow the best version of art. Like, right. why does it have to be yeah, a live action that. thing? Like, that's, like, like that's why somehow the pinnacle. And, and I think yeah. be probably because uh, I think we've probably talked about this before, either on, on Corecast or another podcast, because I, f- I remember having this conversation. But I think it's probably because the movies, like the cinema is the most like the most accessible yeah. art form. It's still the most it's still the broadest art. I mean, it's kind of. People are saying the cinema's dying, but going to the movies is still, like, one of the cheapest forms of entertainment. If you're taking a family out, it's still one of the most watched. It brings in some more, like, a lot more money than other forms of media. And so I think maybe that's an element of it. It's like, if your piece of art is significant enough to reach the big screen, then that means that you've achieved something. That if, if we're making a movie version of it, then that means we're opening up to everybody, and that means it must be important, right? I think that there's an element of that there. Yeah. And maybe yeah, that's where I mean, the live I mean, action thing comes to. I mean, we're, no, yeah. we're not talking about a movie here in particular, but you know that that it, it's reaching some kind of higher or like animation is lower. It's beneath us somehow. It's for kids right, it's, or whatever. It's for kids, so yeah. we need to legitimize legitimize it by making it live action. Maybe it's the is all the right, mentality. All right. So now that all that's been said, let's turn this over to Vince. Yeah, wait, Vince, the the guy who still has a childlike sense of wonder about the Avatar universe, <laughs> is is wanting to talk. So yeah, go for it. Um, I was the one who broke the news to everybody because it broke to me thirty seconds after Netflix actually published it, and, I, and then I was like, oh my god, I'm gonna tell everybody. It was like um, when when Charlie got the golden ticket at the chocolate uh, factory. <laughs> And I ran down the street, and then I hurt my knee, But and then I went, ah, but I did. And then you sold it to Slugworth? Yep. For... No, but it was, I was so excited. Like, it was, I don't know, because it was, it was like. The, yeah. I mean, I think so I get that. Cool. Have like, we sufficiently I'm, killed your excitement, or should we keep going? No, it's not, it's not possible. <laughs> the excitement cannot be extinguished. Oh, good. But I got to say, like, I don't know. Everything that I could have possibly, like, wanted, like, from anything live action having to do with Avatar, like it's almost like they took like and I like if I if, the, if they went into my head, I was like, what would I want to do? Well, first off, Avatar is too difficult to make into just three standalone or three movies. 
60 episodes in a three movies. It just can't happen. Maybe a live action TV series. And I'm like, well, yeah, I mean, it worked great for like Game of Thrones. I mean, it's it, I've heard they're doing like a Lord of the Rings kind of, you know, live action TV series. I mean, Avatar is a huge fantasy universe that I think should be given the same respect if you're doing live action. And I think that I, I would prefer something like maybe HBO. I mean, obviously, that's never going to happen. But Netflix is a good is a good second choice, I would say. And it seems like... Well, I, I mean, I get what you're saying. But I think, to me, the HBO only brings a rated R quality. Like, I think the production values can be just as high on Netflix. I'm not it saying they will be. be, but they can I, be. I think... Yeah. I'm just it, saying, it, I don't think we need HBO because I don't think Aang's going around dropping F-bombs. I mean, I, I think I was looking at <laughs> oh, the man, cost was, of, like, yeah. a Stranger Things episode, and they would dump, like, $8 million just into yeah. a single episode of Stranger Things. Okay. I think That's why there's only eight of them. Be fine in money. Yeah. I mean, yeah. but I guess it's fantastic because Avatar has kind of felt, I mean, Korra was fantastic, but it, like, they, Nickelodeon felt like they kind of just pushed it out of the way because they were like, we don't know what to do with this. Boom! Here's three seasons in like a year, and they were here's like, "Oh, I guess, I guess we're online. done." Yeah, I mean, oh, I forgot so, about that whole online. Yeah, <laughs> it was, that was hilarious. It was a nightmare, but it seems like well, for me, it's almost like that. Whoever was the person at Netflix who decided this was like, "Look, we got to give Mike and Brian this one chance, this one chance to make it all right," and and it's like if you're Mike and Brian, you got to be like, "That first movie, that movie was the worst thing that's ever happened." Like. Who still has faith somehow in a live-action version of Avatar? And apparently it's Netflix to go to them and be like, look, we want to just give you the reins to this and just make what you can with the live-action Avatar movie. Even after the the movie was a colossal failure in every sense. Like, the fact that there's still people in the movie and TV industry that have the faith like that to give them that... Like that. Well, right. So, what does that tell us? Does that tell us that Netflix executives see potential in a live action? They see potential in, they, compared they see, to Game of Thrones that they think that's going to pull in more audience members, new audience members that didn't watch the original, and that means that they don't want to see another, or they don't want to see a animated version of it, or or another animated series in I the same world. I think that they understand how fantastic of a story Avatar is. And theres I don't think there's any way that if you were to do any sort of animated version again of Avatar that you could – like why even try animation? The only other thing I could think of in the medium would be live action if you're going to do the TV series. But why so, do The Last Airbender? Yeah, why not, why not do an original do story? story? That's what I'm saying. Original story versus a right. and, and live action format. Vince, you use the examples of like it worked well for Game of Thrones and and they're doing the Lord of the Rings things, but those are all books. I mean, this yeah. originally this originally was a television format. We're going from a television format to a television format. We go from a book, it's like, okay, we're taking this and we're filling in all the blanks and we're giving you all the visuals and we're and we're realizing it into a completely different medium. But I argue, like, we're already in that medium. Like, yeah, animation and live action are, are pretty different, but it's they're far different than adapting from a book, you know? No doubt about that. And you can argue about the who, ands, or what's, or why's about why this this could fail. This could fail. And there's almost, there really is no justification or point necessarily for this existing because Avatar, The Last Airbender, is one of the best shows ever made, animated or not. That's all. That's, that's just... That's a, I'm going to say it's a fact because I believe it, it's a fact. So you could just say, like, why why have it exist? But the fact is it does. The fact is it does. And it's and all the steps that we've seen so far have been in a positive direction. 
I mean, the one headline we've read so far. Well, about look, it. so the fact did, that you have you, the two. Did, first, I, 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 did anybody actually read the whole thing and like Mike and Brian's little? Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. Their, how terrible was that? What? It wasn't what? the best. So, wait, what, to what's me, terrible? To me, this line right here is terrible. For okay. for from a PR perspective, a marketing perspective, they should have never said this line. We can't wait to realize Aang's world as cinematically as we ha- always imagined it to be, and with a culturally appropriate non-whitewashed cast. Okay, I didn't. Like well, that okay, part from much, a PR but... standpoint, I can understand, but that was actually my favorite part of their statement. <laughs> I mean, I can understand them being sassy about it at all, but to me, it's just like don't you—you you don't need to say that at all. That, as a matter of fact, it makes it seem like it's such a big deal to you guys when it shouldn't be that big a deal. No, just, I think it's a big deal, it. and I think just I think a lot of the it. fandom don't is embracing that. Don't say that you're doing it, because just don't say you're doing it. Just do it. <laughs> well, that was the problem that a lot of people had with the original movie. But were people and, seriously and I, going to be like, oh, they're just going to whitewash it again? Even you know who had the biggest this. problem with that was Dev Patel, <laughs> the Indian actor who said, I'm in a whitewashed movie. Yeah, to, it, it, to me, it was like a misstep. It's like, and that came I mean, from I, I, I don't argue the importance of it, and I agree with that, but I, I get from a PR point of view, but also, like, I don't know, there, I, I'm not saying that they weren't passionate or authentic, so I guess I appreciate that part about it, but it is a little bad form to, yeah. to kind of, you know, paint a, ba- a previous piece of art, piece something that, you know, work like under the bus, you know, like, I don't know. Like my, I mean, my I g- problem with that is that you could write a whole essay about the problems of the last airbender movie. I didn't think that the race of the characters in the movie was the biggest problem. I thought it was literally everything that anybody did. And the person who was directing the scenes, it was, it was, it was not a movie in any sense, but that had nothing to do with the races of the people that were in the movie. No, I, I disagree. I think every, everything about the movie is, yes, all a problem, and that was another one of them. Yeah, I agree. I but mean, I, yeah, why, I, I just think that, like, that one? I'm just saying that, that that's my point, is that it was very, like, uh, just like you, you don't, like, in general, you don't talk bad about previous employers, right? Like, mm-hmm. I'm not saying yeah. that it's not true, of course, but, like, if you're going in for a job interview, you don't go say, yeah, my other manager was a jerk and he did that. Like, that. that's pretty bad form. Like, yeah. it's a different context. I'm not – it's not the same thing, but it just had little notes of those kind of intentions. Do you think, do you think they really said that? Because that was from Brian, right? That was what Brian said? I think I so. Know. I think you, they think... wrote it collectively. They each I mean, wrote look, one we, word, and then the next one wrote. We, word. We've talked. We've talked to them. I don't. Do you think that he, Brian would actually say that? I don't know. I don't know why they would say that they said it if they didn't. I mean, it could have been yeah. like their. What, like what is in your brain person. that makes you think that they didn't <laughs> yeah, actually what, write that? What are you that? trying to get at, Vince? I'm saying that maybe it's somebody wrote that statement for them. Big conspiracy. It says in a public statement they they said this. Okay, it's a quote. Okay. Well, okay, so I'm going to play one li- the slight voice of devil's advocate here, and I will yeah. say as much as I have skepticism, not skepticism, but, like, questions of of why this is happening, <laughs> I will say why I don't think um, anything is above a remake. I don't think there's anything that's been made that's so good that can't be potentially remade or been been done again to get something out of. I'm not saying that. Inception. You can't improve on it. It's perfect. <laughs> okay, well, aside from Inception, Also, Transformers 2, Revenge of the Fallen. Well, aside from those two uh, <laughs> instance examples, 
Uh, everyone gets to pick one movie. Yeah, everything <laughs> else <laughs> can potentially be improved upon or the at McDonald's least play pace. adapted. And so I'm hopeful in that regard. <laughs> the McDonald's play place is perfect. You cannot reinvent it to be better. But um, I have a question though. Aside That's the from the time you've referenced the McDonald's play place, this podcast, <laughs> I don't think I don't think we were recording the first time. Uh, dang it. Yeah, we were talking about Captain Marvel. I think. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's right, yeah. All right, let's focus, Sean. Uh, sorry, any question? Say. Okay, so aside from how you feel about the, the actual announcement of and stuff, what is one or, you know, what is something that you absolutely hope they do not do with the live-action remake and something that you hope they do do? Uh, I said do-do. But do-do. something that you <laughs> want them to have in this new version. Uh, all right, all right. You didn't I give think, us any time to prepare for I got, this. I think I got this. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right. I, I'll okay. start us off. Okay, so the first thing I think that they need to do is they need to maintain the brevity of the original series. Keep it, keep it uplifting. You know, keep it fun. Keep it, keep it going. You know, mm-hmm. have your jokes, have a good time. I think two time or too many times shows like this when they go live action get too grounded and then they get mm-hmm. dark. I'm talking about DC. Uh, for no reason, mm-hmm. and I think it's key that they maintain that. However, it's the flip side of that. I think they need to tone back on what it was in the original animated show. Like, get rid of like the more absurd humor. Like, maybe yeah. even maybe even get rid of like Cabbage Man. Like, because that that is just so that is so like comic booky animated show, and I can't see something quite punchliney like that being Chris. I want you to put a pin in Cabbage Man because I want to talk about that later because that that leads to a bigger conversation. But, but, sorry, but you, get, you get you get what I'm saying. Yeah, right? yeah I get exactly. No, what I you're totally get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I guess that that'll be my kickoff. I mean, would like, you say then, like you'd want the, you'd want the episodes to be helmed by directors such as like Joss Whedon or like Edgar Wright, something like that? Yeah, I mean, they 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 are people that have shown themselves to have a pretty good understanding of like humor in a more mm-hmm. live environment without getting over the top cartoony and the wonderful even thing though right does kind of get a little over the top cartoony at times he, he does but the, the wonderful thing about this is it's certainly possible that one or both of them could direct episodes of this show okay yeah i mean it's not impossible i mean it's we, possible it, i could it's not been announced that m night Shyamalan is directing it i mean because that was the announcement once it's we knew. not been announced that he's not yeah, i just want to point out it has not been announced that christopher nolan is not directing this so. christopher schmidt yeah, I don't know anything at all. If we just start tweeting, I it, maintain my NDAs. It'll happen, just like Africa by Toto and Weezer. Um, well, okay. So something I hope that they do change. Well, adapt as a, I hope that they change the plot, and by which I mean not necessarily the story. I think the story could stay the same and should stay the same for the most part, but I think the plot needs to change. I think that the format and the beat and the order and how things play out, to me, if they keep it the same, like that's the ultimate just like betrayal of why they're doing this to begin with. If they're just going to tell the exact same plot for plot. It's going to be Cinderella. It's going to be so boring and dumb and it's going to appeal to the worst part of fandom of I just want to see this thing again. And that yep. is boring and just not why I watch these things, right? So my hope is that they they adapt those and change those elements. And one thing that I hope that they um, – what was that? That was th- something I hope they change. And one thing that I hope that they, you know, 
do have in it or that I want them to do is to um oh I f- dang it I forgot <laughs> I talked too much sorry uh I'll think of it in a second anyone else uh, uh yeah so the, the thing I don't want them to do is the great divide remove that entire <laughs> I want the great call. divide good call nope nope I want it maybe okay fine maybe then this series you will have that. the great divide no great I mean, divide then riot <laughs> The good, the good news is, Ryan, if it is there, it would probably be the name of the episode, and you would know to avoid it. But I'm a, I'm a purist. I have to watch it all five I times. I the Great Divide. I'm going to um, watch the hell fine. out of the Great Divide. <laughs> fine. The one thing I hope they do have, one word, Zutara. <laughs> uh-huh. I mean, that's certainly possible, actually, you know. Uh, 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 uh. I think right. fans will probably get pretty upset about that, actually. I think, uh, are you good? Can I talk? Go. Talk. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think they absolutely need to get the characters right, and specifically the one that comes to mind is Sokka. I think yeah. they need to get, they need to f- find a balance of, of uh, a, a, a style of comedy that's going to work in live action. But it needs to be any comedy at all, as compared compared to the movie. But they need to get the they they need to get the dynamic between Sokka and Katara right. They need to get those characters right entirely, even more so I think than Aang or anybody else. Um, especially because that's how our show opens. Um, they need to keep those like they need to keep some of the more um, some of the more progressive things about the show, um, like. Like, for instance, Sokka being, like, completely sexist and having this, like, feminist arc as it's going through the show. I think they need to keep some of those things and still figure out a way to make it lighthearted, but not, like, over-the-top cartoony anime. Um, one thing I hope they don't do is, uh, I, I kind of what Ryan was saying, I, I don't want them to get hung up on, on fan service. I, I, I really hope it's not just a clip show of, hey, remember this, hey, remember that, and... That's why I asked Chris to put a pin in Cabbage Man because things like you, like Chris, you're sounds like you're of the opinion that tonally that might not work in this format, and I am inclined to maybe agree with you, but you get to the point where you're kind of like, you, you go, well, we got to have this in here because it's Avatar, and we got to have this because it's Avatar, and fans will riot if we don't have this because it's av- part of it. It's so iconic Avatar, but I I want them to make the tough decisions and like figure out if they're gonna adapt, if they're gonna make an adaptation. They need to actually be brutal and figure out what's going to work in this version. And mm-hmm. I, I hope that yeah. they don't fall into the trap of just saying, okay, we're just going to do this over again. Everybody loves Foamy Mouth Guy, so we got to have the Foamy Mouth Guy. And everybody loves Cabbage Man, so we need to have Cabbage yeah. Man. Right. Everybody loves the... Yeah. I, really, I want them to really take a good hard look about what it is that they... what What's essential and what is going to work in this format and what's not going to work in this format and, and really try to guide that, have them use that as a guide to make the best product that they can. Yeah. So on a serious note on that one too, I think what's interesting that we have an advantage when we're making this, well, not we, but when they're making this TV show is that we've already tried it once, right? We already mm-hmm. know what doesn't work and what will work yeah, or at right. least a yeah. hint at that. So I'm hoping they take you know a note at that. Like, Oh yeah, actually, the acting is important which you know, I, anyway. i'd like to say that is that's almost like <laughs> unprecedented isn't it like the like so quickly that a movie has failed so horribly like based off of like an adaptation of a tv show that they'd immediately be okay with like helming it again i mean maybe again? specifically right. in tv show but not in general like i don't know spider-man no, yeah, bombed no, and they rebooted that and I Batman, mean, plus, like, plus chorus come of, out after well, the movie which showed but, that there was still yeah, interest true. in that product right. yeah. so, i would like to you're right. 
I'd like to say my points now. And this is another going back to the point about learning from their mistakes. This is crucial for Avatar. The, um, the fluidity of bending needs to be something they can somehow figure out how to do in live action, which is much easier to do in animation because you can just draw however mm. and do whatever you want. More dancing. Bones. Not less dancing. And also, <laughs> yeah, the incorporation of martial arts is fine, but you can't just have Aang and Katara like doing Tai Chi for an hour and then like raising a drop of water. It's gotta, they've got to find a way to make it look and feel... I mean, I, I hate to say exactly like it was in the show, but there's just no other way. It just it's got to have that animated, it does, it, fluid right, style. Right, right. You got you keyed on it when you said feel. Mm-hmm. It needs to feel like it did in the animated show. Yeah, it doesn't feel. need to look or be exactly no. like it. Yeah. but the feel needs to be there. Really I've like I've already yeah. I just casted this, Ryan. We just need to get the whole cast from the raid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do I'm it. Also, yeah, I think this show needs to develop its own. Um, and this goes into the track team, its own themes, but it can have like whispers of the original themes. Like I, as much as I love the Avatar score, I feel like Korra probably had a better score. I'd like Why to see Why is that so they... hard for you to say? It clearly did. I mean, it did. I know. It's just like, I want, I don't want them to feel like, like they're so attached. Heart. And it kind of did because I love Avatar's <laughs> score. But I don't want them to feel like they like have to get too attached to like the original themes. Obviously, keep like the original Avatar theme. Yeah, but I, mean, like, I imagine they'll have a central theme, a lot of light motif kind of throughout and stuff that are yeah. the bits and pieces from stuff we recognize. But oh, also, yeah, zero. And I'm this is crucial here. There can be zero voiceover narration from Katara. <laughs> I will. I none of it. None of it can happen. Um, okay, so actually, I remember now what I was thinking of. What I don't God, want them about to time. Do. <laughs> um, I mean, I remembered it a couple of minutes ago, but I was letting people finish talking. Um, so this actually kind of is a question too, but I really hope they don't change the mm, length of the series. By which I mean they artificially expand it to it's now ten seasons because we want to make money, right? Yeah, isn't that what? What do you guys dead? think? Exactly. Or, you know, Harry Potter part one and two and Twilight part three and four and five and six. And, I mean, you know, like, saved by like I love that... Harry Potter and all that stuff. But I just mean the the original was a three part book. And I'm not saying it has to follow that exact thing. But what do you guys think they're going to how do you think it will well, just be three seasons? Hmm, absolutely. I think, and if so, like if you're Netflix and you're a production company, you put all this money into a live action thing, which is far more expensive than animated thing. And it's let's say it's really successful making a ton of money. Do you think they're going to stop it after three seasons? Are they even no, going to say three seasons? No, I don't think they will. That's I, my, I, right? Well, the thing well, is... Well, what's interesting... Well, sorry, go ahead, Jay. I was going to say, like, they've made all those, you know, comic series, and one of them was, I think, Lost Adventures. Like, there's nothing stopping them from inserting new content in... Because yeah. the, because a lot of those episodes in the original series just end with them flying away on Appa, and then the next episode is them flying yeah. in on Appa. Any number of days could have passed that we didn't see. Uh, and I, I wouldn't... I would be fine with entirely new storylines and episodes that take yeah. place within the framework because I there are there too. are episodes and adventures and arcs that happen in the show that I'd be fine with getting rid of. I and uh, yeah. and and not not just Great Divide. That's the one that everybody picks on. <laughs> but there are definitely a lot of arcs that like as much as I like it, we don't need the painted lady. You know, we don't yeah. necessarily need uh, yeah. Batu of the Southern Water Tribe. There there are a good amount that like 
can either be refocused to be more about the central story, or it could just be an entirely different story altogether. Now that they've had the experience of writing these stories between the two series, they've done seven seasons. They, they probably could look back at season one of Avatar and go, you know what? We could have done a better job. And maybe, maybe we could have, maybe we wanted to tell different stories instead. Okay. Oh yeah, I would agree to that. It's Sean, it's funny that you mentioned that too, because I think I know Core was certainly somewhat plagued by this, and I think the first season to some degree is that they didn't know their original length when they first began. I mm-hmm. believe, right? right? Yeah. So, yeah. and now I'm hoping that they actually that is one thing that they have an advantage of. You know, Netflix says, okay, you get three seasons, ten episodes each, go. And yeah. that they, they can perfectly pace the entire series based on what they know they'll have available to them. Yeah. Um, I have a hard you know, time believing that's And I'm that's looking the forward case. to... Well... Yeah, I don't know. I would <laughs> I agree. Know. That seems like I, a stretch. I agree. That, that would be great if they had three that. seasons? That seems like a stretch. Well, well, I don't know. Then I guess my fear then becomes that they... They again don't get to tell the the fully fleshed out yeah. story that they. I think would that's want my to. that's my point is that like I I don't want it to be artificial like like well like you said uh, Korra or even like Lost and like other shows yeah. are just like these things that are artificially inflated where you could see as an audience you could almost see the just the fog on the lens of the screen of the marketers and the and the CEOs going nope. This is just we want to put more episodes on, and it's not organic to the story. It's it's not there for any reason other than we just want to make more money. Like, and as cynical as that sounds, I, I just that's what I want to avoid. And I think it's the flip side of what I was saying earlier, where I want them to change things, but I want those changes to be intentional. I want them to be built from the story and the characters, and better serve to this new format. I don't want it to be, well, we have free reigns to make an endless show forever and change the entire story for no reason. And if other they, than if they were, if their intent was to make an, a show endless forever or open ended, then again, why do why, a, why do a remake? New, new exactly. story, new story. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's why I'm. It's not going to happen. I mean, like, it's it's just not. I feel like Mike and Brian are are very not, yeah. very great storytellers, yeah, and when they know they know when to end a story. Well, you and do know that they don't have control over these things. Again, Nickelodeon right. owns the rights to this, so they, they do. don't they don't but, get to call the shots. And again, I mean, and, and and again, we were talking about yes. adapting Korra. Korra would have been the better one to adapt live action if it was going to be open ended, because as we discussed when Korra was airing, Korra's like kind of like a Avatar meets a comic book, right? Like, mm-hmm. cool. Then the continuing adventures of the superhero Avatar Korra, like that would lend itself better to something like that, where. You know, Last Airbender has a very clear beginning, middle, and end, and it could get dicey. It can, yeah. but I feel like it's easier. It's an easier story to tell. It's a simpler story. I think if they can get Avatar right as a live action story, well, I don't it'll be know a lot. That e- that's a good reason, though, just because yeah. it's simpler. Like that's I, not, agree I, would, simpler, I want to see a more complicated story. But that's that, what I'm yeah, saying again. is that they, they want to test the waters, though, with with Mike and Maybe. Brian and these live action adaptations of their work, I think that Avatar is certainly a good place to start. And that if it's a huge success, we're definitely going to get yeah. live action Korra. Well, I mean, I, I, I think that is something that maybe excites me more is this is their kind of like their, their test run. Like, can this work? Oh, if it can work, then the, you haven't even seen the tip of the iceberg of the Avatar universe. Cause now we're going to do crazy stuff. And maybe yeah. that means in the future, they will have more animated shows on netflix in this universe or more other like as well as live action shows if they're using this as kind of a way to test to see if there's still a fan you know reception for this kind of thing Mm -hmm. then i would be like okay i'm more okay with that because it means that they are 
or wanting to, uh, you know, um, fulfill a lot more of these creative, like open ended endeavors instead of just doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I know that you guys yeah, are afraid of them, like appealing too much to the fandom, but I am, I'm interested in seeing if they're going to just based off of, we know everything that's happened in Korra and the expansion in the Avatar universe, if they're going to like have some yeah, little wink winks yeah. in this show, <laughs> like maybe when Aang is in the Avatar state, he happens to see Avatar Wan and he's like, he doesn't know who he is, but like we know because we've watched Korra, yeah. something like right. that. Or I could see them doing that. For That'd sure. be fun. Yeah, I, mean, I, I wouldn't actually, on that note, that's a good point because I wouldn't mind them incorporating um, Rava a little bit more because yeah, it doesn't, yeah. it feels like when they, as amazing as Beginnings was in uh, season two of Korra, it did feel like it maybe conflicted a little bit with what we were told in that in in the original avatar series and i felt like Mm -hmm. there needs to be a little bit more connectivity between you know ang and and the rava spirit and uh, and all that backstory and i wouldn't mind i wouldn't mind a little bit of that actually it's also important to know that everything we learned was just based off of this senile old fireman and that's avatar roku oh right yeah yeah he was just like he did he thought the avatar state was just a defense mechanism he he didn't know no better He's just an old man who died with his dragon. That's all it is. All right. Well, I have one potentially final question for you guys that you, of course, again, had no time to think about. But um, what do you think casting-wise? Or do you have any thought, like, dream casting? Obviously, I think all the kids, they got to go unknowns. I feel like they have to go Mm -hmm. unknowns for Aang, Katara, and Sokka. Um, Zuko, you can maybe, I feel like he can maybe get a recognizable face because he's a little older. But all the adults, do you have any thoughts, like, who would be fun or cool to see as Iroh or I don't know. There's not a ton of adults, but you know, Emmy or whoever. I haven't thought about that at all, Sean. <laughs> Iroh is Jack Black. <laughs> oh my god, that'd be so funny. I can kind of see that. that actually I, I mean, I was sort of joking, but <laughs> I'm sticking I'm sticking with the cast of the raid. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Every character is just like a thirty something Asian martial arts master. Yes. All identical. Yeah. Indeed. Okay, I don't I don't have specific casting in mind, but mm-hmm. um but uh uh what's his name? He was, he was the voice of Zuko and uh, Christian Bale. Dante Bosco. Dante Bosco. Da- Dante Bosco has been such a treasure to the world <laughs> and he's been such a treasure to the Avatar fandom and he's always nice to his fans and he's always just still ready to be part of it and I feel like they owe him to be in there somewhere. I don't know who we could play. Maybe he's Cabbage Merchant. I don't know. But I feel like Dante Bosco deserves to be Some, yeah. live action in this universe. Maybe he's old Zuko in a flashback. Like the series opens with Zuko being like, let me tell you a story <laughs> all about how my life got flipped, turned upside down. I think uh, Christian Bale is the voice of Appa and uh, Sir Ben Kingsley as the voice of Momo. Okay. Yeah. Good. That'll be good right, cool. for the dreams. Uh, what's the episode? Dreams and Nightmares? What's, uh, that, uh, what's that episode nightmares called? Nightmares and Daydreams. That one, yeah. That's that'd be great for that episode. <laughs> that would be good. I wonder... Like, um, oh, man. I don't even have really answers for my own question. Oh, great. I think who would be good. Who, Honestly, like, I don't. Like, it It all depends on, like, what... Because they could go with anybody. Like, they well, could... Yeah, they could. I, I don't know. Like, well, what do you think about insightful. what I said about the kids? Would you agree that they should go unknowns, or do you think they should get an established child, child, children actors? Are there or... are there any good child actors? I don't know. Of no. Child actors. Uh, are there like any good children? <laughs> oh, from the kids from Stranger Things. It's good Can they just see? Yeah, all but the kids by the time in? this comes out, they'll probably all be sixteen. <laughs> they'll be in their twenties. 
<laughs> I could see Eleven maybe being. Dude, um, no way. She's way old now. I mean, that's the thing, though. It was like, yeah, yeah, they're gonna get unknown kids. We didn't know any of the kids that were in Stranger Things, so they're obviously Netflix is good at yeah. finding good yeah, child actors. I want them. Yeah. I need them to get. I need them to get Azula right. They really need there's to get no his, yeah. there's no no ringers. There's no kids that you just hire on a Zang just because he's got some martial arts experience. They're gonna just they're get gonna... that fake baby from American Sniper. He's probably old enough by now, right? <laughs> he's Sean, Sean, that fake that baby was fake. <laughs> Was, fake baby oh age. man do you remember that breakdown we had when we were watching the the twilight uh what what, what were they we we're watching that the the twilight uh, riff tracks riff tracks yeah. mm-hmm. do you remember sean's breakdown on the cg you had a you had a mental breakdown that is the appropriate reaction baby. to what is happening fake in that movie. are there any babies in avatar how many fake babies can we have <laughs> Um, Maybe it's Avatar Babies, the live action. Yeah, Avatar <laughs> Babies, they'll make your dreams come true. I just true. remember the biggest pitch being just why spend millions of dollars CGIing a baby? When you could There's just... plenty of real babies in need of work. Yeah. Uh, Those babies are on food stamps. Man, we haven't watched the Rift Tracks in a while. Yeah, we should do well, that. we ever actually watched the Rift Tracks for Avatar? We yeah, did. yeah, we, we watched have, it several we? times. Which is like two or three times. Yeah, That's why we always say, any nachos in here? You're not nachos. I've never <laughs> seen it. You're not nachos. All right, Chris, no, you got to watch that. We, that's, it's time yeah, it's to time we watch that I would again. watch that again. Yes. You know what we should do is we record. We should record us watching it we've for been, a bonus episode. Yeah, we've been talking about that for years. It's never going to happen. Just like, a, happen. Not just like a Netflix live-action avatar is never going to happen. Give me some. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy, Chew, you're going to eat your hat. Oh, boy. Another hat I got to eat? Oh man, that's the That'd third cool. hat this week. Oh my god, I'm gonna need a uh, lot of hot sauce. Any final thoughts on the announcement? I feel like we've no. adequately dissected no, the news. Really. I mean, um, so production's gonna go into this in 2019, and it's from what I've heard not gonna actually even be here yeah. until sometime in 2020. Yeah, that's right. We've got a long time. Exactly. I mean, a lot of things are gonna happen. Heck, one of us could be in this show somehow. I don't know how, but there's still time for that to happen. I'm going to cast Ryan as Iroh. Yes. We might not be alive by then. Well, someone won't be alive by then. One of us. One of us has to carry on the legacy. Yes. In the smoking wasteland of society, we will be doing this podcast. Oh, hot take. No no pun intended. (laughs) What was the pun? uh, Smoking. Smoking wasteland. I'm referring to the the nuclear fire. Is right. there a nuclear it's... fire going on right now? Oh, I haven't looked. I haven't gone outside in a while. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any more thoughts on this topic. I've said everything. <laughs> I've said everything I need to say about the Avatar remake. All right, we've got nothing so far. It's, it's happening. It's, it's, it's coming, whether I want it to or not, or or maybe it won't. Maybe it'll get canceled. Who knows? Well, guys, I think we should because more news is going to come out the closer we get. I mean, it could have more news, you know, on a weekly basis. So these these type <laughs> Every of no week for two years. No, so I'm just saying. Release no. a steady stream of information. I'm out. I'm done. No, well, what do you mean? All Vince you is, is back. He's like back on drugs. He's like you can feel it. Like he had been kicked it. He had been off. He had, yeah. He's a junkie that's getting his fix again for the first time in years. <laughs> exactly. This is the beginning of his downward spiral. I'm not. I will not be. I will not be a part of this. I'm not going to help contribute to this madness. <laughs> 
guys I will mean. record it because it'll be entertaining. <laughs> you guys are mean heads. Oh, well, no. keep on listening, folks, to, <laughs> to Wisdom Spence's Downward Spiral. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everyone. You don't have to listen. You can just watch it happen. <laughs> <laughs>